Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the Lunch Club. I'm so excited for another episode, just a couple weeks apart. I have been trying to stay on top of it, but as you know, wedding season has been in full swing. So I'm finally kind of coming to a good walking pace rather than like running full speed and it's been really nice so I'm really excited today's episode is all about finding your style but in addition to that it's also all about changing with time um, and not being afraid of that so I think in the beginning especially as a new florist finding your style can feel really intimidating um, just because you you have a lot to try. You have a lot to experience and to experiment with. Um, you don't. You haven't found maybe what makes flowers unique to you, um, and like what will help you stand out as a florist. Um, and not that you have to be specifically looking for a style that will make you stand out, but you. As soon as you find your style, you will find it's very easy to find clients because they are going to just be gravitating towards you because their style aligns with what's naturally, you know, your creativity and your style and it's just going to make the process a lot easier. But additionally, like I mentioned, maybe you've been in the game for a while um, and you've been known for a certain style, whether it's a color palette or, you know, certain textures or a shape of a design and then you naturally just want to grow and change um, and evolve and it can be scary to want to change and worry that you're going to lose your clientele Um, but I'm going to kind of talk through some of these things today and I hope that it inspires you and motivates you um, and encourages you as you continue finding your style. Welcome to the Lunch Club Podcast, a space I've created for entrepreneurs. Come sit with us as we share the highs and lows of building and maintaining successful businesses. I'm your host, Andrea Zahagen, and let's get into it. Okay, so the first question you might have already asked yourself that I'm just going to answer is, why do I need a style? Why can't I just let my clients tell me exactly you know, what they want me to design and I'll just do it. Well, the answer is you can totally do that. And I know lots of florists who do that. Um, And specifically floral shops, that's kind of their niche is you tell the floral shop exactly what you want and they make it. They don't ask questions. They don't try and dissuade you. Um, They let you, they let the client kind of do their thing, which is a totally fine setup. Um, But I tried this (laughs) and I found that I had a really hard time and it took me a few months to figure out why I was struggling so much. Kind of getting my feet on the ground in my business was because I was changing my style so often and it was hard because sometimes if I didn't really like the style or the color palette or what they wanted me to do, I was constantly second guessing myself and wondering if it looked good and just had a lot of negative self-talk and doubt. And sometimes I did have customers who weren't satisfied because I didn't do it exactly how they wanted. And I just felt like I had kind of been put into this box of like, I didn't have creativity. I was just kind of like a machine just creating a product. Um, But I'm really a creative and talented individual and I have my own ideas and professional opinions. And it's hard to kind of push those into a box and pretend that you don't have personal preferences. Um, So the answer is you don't need to have a set style. But I do feel like it's so much easier to 
again, like attract a specific ideal client, someone who aligns very similar to your personality, likely because you guys have the same style. Maybe it's the same colors. You both love a funky texture or a certain shape. Um, and it's just going to be an easier process for both of you guys if you're aligned on the same style. If they've sought you out specifically because of what you do, they're going to trust you. You will be able to sleep a lot better at night instead of staying up all night wondering if she's gonna hate her bouquet or her flowers um and honestly just I feel like having somewhat of a style just really helps that and creating a better experience for both you and your client at the end of the day I always encourage people just to take ownership of your talent and creativity and just don't don't let anyone tell you that what you're doing is weird or you know that you're doing something that's too out there or weird just because you really will find a client that fits every single mold. There is a perfect florist for someone who loves, you know, a more tight spiral round bouquet Um, and that florist is dying to make that bouquet and that bride wants exactly that and that's when this kind of is just coming back to there is a client for every person and we don't need to feel so threatened by each other or we don't need to be competitive just because there are so many different types of brides out there there's a perfect bride for each individual so if you're in the beginning of your career um, as a florist or maybe you're working at a floral shop um, or maybe you're a seasoned florist and you change your style all the time. I think that's wonderful but if you've been struggling or feeling frustrated that your client experiences are irregular and you feel like you're always doubting yourself it might be because you are kind of in such a widespread area of design styles and maybe like honing in on one thing would help you and your clients just kind of have more clarity there. So if that's something that you've been struggling with, maybe give that a try. The second thing I want to talk about is exploring. I've talked about this in a couple different episodes, but whenever I have a new florist asking me about, you know, how do I get started? I don't even know where to start. I have no idea what flowers are out there. I always just kind of tell them to back up. Um, There are so much right in front of you that you don't even realize. So I always say if you're interested in becoming a florist, it's likely that you follow a lot of florists or people in the wedding industry. Um, What I would encourage you to do is just take a look at who you're following and do they have similar styles Um, or what about their page do you like? Do you like the colors that they post? Do they have really pretty inspo photos um, of color palettes blending together Um, or do they have a specific design shape or texture that they always use that you just always gravitate towards? It's something that you do subconsciously, but if you pay attention, you can really use it to your advantage. Now, in no way am I saying just copy another person, but take a look at what you naturally are attracted to, right? Um, in addition to that, if you are walking the cooler, you're at the flower market, what flowers do you gravitate towards? Is it certain colors? Um, If you had a project that was totally open-ended and they said do whatever you want, what would you pick? Um, And see if there are similarities. Is it a color thing? Is it a texture thing? What florals do you like to use? Are there florals that you really hate using? Start taking note of those things and you'll start to notice that you you do have a style. Um, You just maybe haven't picked up on it quite yet. Um, So I always just say kind of 
be paying attention to you, especially on Pinterest. Start creating a Pinterest board um, that you can use for consultations or just for your own inspo. Um, I am always on Pinterest just playing around looking at different things, trying to get inspired. So I have like probably 10 different boards within my floral board um, of like different color palettes generally speaking of like tablescapes of centerpieces um, and then I just put them all in together and that helps me kind of go back and look at you know hey I need some inspo photos um, but additionally if you're just generally trying to figure out what what direction you want to go as a florist you'll start to see hey what what does my pinterest board look like are there similarities here um you know do i love any photo that has dahlias in it or do i love any photo that's really bright and vibrant colors or do i love everything that's dried and neutral like you'll just start to pick up on that so it's really simple and easy just start there and see kind of where it takes you now, the next thing is try and get some flowers and create something just for you. Um, now, I know you might be in like, well, I, I create things all the time. Um, I think the most important part is having no outside influences, having no inspo photos in mind, um, having no like parameters of a job. If you want to make a centerpiece or a bouquet, um, just just make something and see where it goes. Just go to the cooler, give yourself a budget. Um, and like I said, just kind of see where your creativity takes you. I've talked about this before, but I have gained a lot of clients from photo shoots that I've done where I was given full creative freedom from the photographer or whoever organized the shoot. I did something kind of funky or kind of weird or maybe I didn't even do it on purpose and then I had people bringing me that exact photo and I just think that there is so much power in you being uniquely you <laughs> um, and just letting yourself have some fun with it um, and just kind of designing. So sometimes I, you know, I'm just in a creative rut or maybe I've been doing a lot of similar color palettes for brides and I'm kind of getting a little burnt out in some way. I really recommend just going. Like I said, give yourself a budget. That's kind of the important part or you will go crazy. Um, and then just kind of create a fun environment for yourself to make a bouquet. Don't be stressed about time. Don't be stressed about what it's looking like. Just kind of see where you go with it. Um, I have had a lot of fun with this especially this summer I've done some small projects for family friends or um, even strangers and they just say hey do whatever you want and they're always happy with it no matter what and I have a really good time and I get a lot of great feedback so um, allow yourself an opportunity to be creative especially in the midst of like wedding season when it's crazy or maybe you have lots of orders make sure that you like separate your time a little bit to give yourself a chance to do your own thing and I know I've said that a lot but it's just so important and I think especially as women we so often put other things at the top of the list of like oh you know my creative project's not that important today but make it important put it at the top of your priority list do something for you um floral design as a business owner can still feel like going and getting your nails done even if this is your full-time job and I know that's hard to believe but I have found so many fun experiences in just designing and remembering how much I love my job when I take off the stressors of my client or my bride or this vision I'm trying to follow and just doing my own thing. So the next thing I'm going to talk about is really similar to what I just touched on which is don't be afraid of what people are going to think. Um, don't 
be second guessing on if it looks weird. Um, I always tell florists, especially my new beginners, um, if anyone's taking a class from me, I always say floral design is art. Um, And if you walked into, you know, an art gallery or like, I don't know, the Met, you will find so much variety in styles and colors and, you know, what type of paintings people like to do. Do you know what I'm saying? And so floral design is the same way. You will find that there are so many different ways you can design. There are different styles. They don't even need to have a name for your style. Um, Just create and don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Don't worry about what people will think. Um, Just create it. And like I've talked about, you'll find someone who, who like just, I don't know, gravitates towards that same thing for whatever weird reason and they may not even you might not even know what it is about your design that's so funky or weird or quirky but that you still love it and your client might not even either they might not even think it's weird because that's exactly what they've been searching for um and there's something out there for everyone when I would sell wedding dresses um this is something I would always remind my clients because they would come they would come into the bridal shop and they'd show me their Pinterest board and I would say at least 80% of the time they ended up picking a dress that was nothing like the Pinterest inspo board that they had already created um, because what happened when we got them picking out dresses and trying things on is they kind of just like they can feel when something feels right. They can feel when they really like click with something and when they don't um and that is when we would have some of the most excited brides is when they'd be like they'd have to push past the like well this isn't exactly what I wanted and I'd say no one it doesn't matter what you thought you wanted just pick what makes you feel so special and happy and perfect um and they would get really excited about that and there were dresses there that I would think this is the ugliest dress in the world and I'd see someone put it on and the way that they lit up and the way that they wore that dress I was like you know what this is actually a beautiful dress and it's just not my style and it's just not the dress that I would wear but she looks amazing and I think floral design is the same way and there are lots of things that are in that same like category of things in life of like there's something out there for everyone it might not be your thing but someone else might totally rock it and so I think just keep that in mind when you're trying to find your style or you're wanting to try something different um just go with it so the last one I'm going to touch on is be okay to change um, and be flexible. So I'm going to tell you a little story um, just from this last season for me. Um, and maybe you seasoned florist will be like, yes, I've been through this before. Or maybe you will go through this and this is going to be really helpful for you. So um, when I started my floral design business, like I said, I was kind of just creating whatever for whoever. Um, and I, I wouldn't like certain bouquets of mine and I couldn't even tell you why. I just didn't. It took me a long time to realize that shape was a big factor for me. Um, And like I said, when I stopped creating, worrying about what the client was thinking, what they wanted, and trying to stick to these specific inspo photos, I kept gravitating towards a specific design shape, um, which was super popular at the time, like a crescent shape, something a little more compact but long is kind of where I found myself um, in that niche. And for about a year and a half, almost two years, that's really the shape that I've stuck to. It just kind of is what naturally, like 
trying to create a round bouquet was so hard for me because like my brain and body just did not want to do it. I just wanted to do this certain shape. Um, and I've loved it. And obviously it's worked really well for me having clients who are like, hey, I really like the bouquet shape that you do, you know, all of that. Um, and then about this spring, I would say, I started kind of playing around just for fun, like I said, in one of these scenarios where I had extra product. Um, and just sometimes I would create a more open and round shape with a lot of height and dimension, um, which was funny because that is a trend that I see. And I kind of hate using the word trend because I feel like there's, there are obviously trends, but I think like you can, like I said, you can have whatever style you want and it doesn't have to be like, I don't know, a negative. I sometimes I feel like trend has a negative word, like a negative connotation to it. So hopefully you get what I'm saying. But um, I've seen lots of designers do that. Lots of really well-known florists do it that way. And I just had never really gravitated towards it, but then I would find myself kind of doing it on my own um, and I had this like really big internal battle because I was like oh like you know I shouldn't do it that way and I need to change it because this is my style and I, I shouldn't change my style because that's not going to be good for my business and it's gonna be hard to keep clients if I change kind of the thing that I do for probably like a couple months I just kept trying to switch it back to what I would do and sometimes I'd have a really hard time because like I said my my brain and my body just like could not change my shape um and so finally this summer I just thought like you know I'm gonna stop fighting this I'm just going to create for each client in mind um and just take it where where I feel like it should go um my clients trust me that's the whole I'm very specific on the clients that I do book um one thing I'm always looking for is when they say I trust you and I love everything you create um because then I know I don't need to be stressed um and so it's been funny this summer just to see my designs go back and forth between like these two shapes and styles um because I can't explain to you why I do or don't do it one time or another um I think sometimes it does have to do with the product that I have um but sometimes it is the overall aesthetic of the wedding and I feel like I'm connecting with one shape or style more than another. Um, and so I kind of just had to let go and say, it's okay to change. It's okay that my style differs a little bit. And like I said, like I look for clients that trust me and my unique style and just want beautiful flowers. Um, and it's been a really great experience for me just kind of getting to change and evolve and I think that that will just continue to naturally happen um I guess while we're talking about trends um that will just happen things come and go and sometimes it's not intentional sometimes it's like you don't even know why you don't like wearing that thing anymore you just don't want to wear it and then before you know it you look around no one else is wearing it either like it's just it's how fashion and trends and style like it all it's kind of a funny revolving door of like it just continually happens naturally and I think it's kind of awesome. So I think my advice or my recommendation here is just be yourself like the cheesiest advice ever but just be yourself, be unique to you and your brand um, and your brand doesn't have to be specific to one very particular thing um, because you're always you're always having new clients um, the people that come to your page often haven't worked with you yet um, and so they won't know the big difference between how you did things six months ago and how you did things now um, if they love how you're doing it right now they're gonna hire you um, and so don't don't worry so much about 
the big picture, you know, of like, oh, this is my business and am I going to lose clients? And, you know, and I think just generally that advice goes with anything with your business. Um, If you don't want to post on social media the way that Instagram is telling you to or TikTok is telling you to, like if you don't want to post on the parameters that everyone says you need to to become successful, then don't. (laughs) It's not necessary. Um, Just run your business the way that you are in your personality and I think clients see that. Um, Potential clients see who you are and that's what matters to them. They're not going to be mad if you're not posting three TikToks a day or, you know, something like that. If it's not important to you, then don't do it. Um, And then on the opposite side, if you love posting content and if you love getting on your stories and posting videos and putting things together, then do it and don't worry about, you know, how many times you've posted or if this is going to do well or any of that. Just post it with no expectations and don't limit yourself to what society tells you. Um which might be different advice than you've received. I'm sure people are like, you have to follow this social media strategy or whatever. Um, But I'm just here to tell you that like, do it your way and you'll be so much happier than if you're trying to fit inside the box that everyone wants you to fit inside of. It's not going to be a good experience. So I hope this was an impactful episode. I know it was kind of a quick one, um, but it's just something that I think is so important and I think it's kind of such a simple concept as far as just having a style when you're creating a business you're thinking about all the moving pieces um sometimes the style just doesn't even stand out to you and while you're running your business same thing you have so many bigger things going on than than reminding yourself to be creative and do your own thing so I hope you guys enjoyed this one as always please feel free to leave me a review please message me on instagram um, for more suggestions or follow-up questions and I can't wait to meet with you guys next.